Hello. 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 <laughs> I'm Sorry. not stopping. I didn't know. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Shut Up and Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Lily Moskowitz. Um, welcome back to We Talk Weddings, the podcast where we talk weddings. Yes. So today we have um, Sophie Schroeder on. She is a hostess at Nazareth Hall. She's our guest star today. Our guest star. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite hostess. Yep, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the most requested hostess in Nazareth Hall history, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm glad I, I have that record. I requested her, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel that you're going to be my hostess? Just peachy. Just I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been on a podcast? No, this is my first time, actually. Hmm. Welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Underwhelming. So, okay, we're going to ask you a couple of questions to start, um, and then we're going to get into Nick and Priyanka's uh, wedding. Yay. So, um, how long have you been, you know, working at Nazareth Hall? Um, this March will officially be five years. Wow. Wow. Okay, and then you started as a waitstaff, and then you were a head waitstaff, and then you were a hostess, right? So I was promoted to head and hostess, like, at the same time, Mm -hmm. but I did head training first before I did hostess training. Okay. Yeah, I do remember the conversation of, like, who should we be promoting right now? And it was, like, a resounding, like, It was, like, like, all at once we were, like, Sophie, (laughs) if you don't, I will die. Like, you don't, I will quit. Yeah, I I will go down. Yeah. Um... But, okay, well, um, how, like, okay, I can't do questions today. <laughs> you got No one it. asked you to. <laughs> I'm under the weather. Abby is ailing, like, dying. I thought I was getting a lot better, and now I'm declining. We didn't think she'd make it to one o'clock today, so this is a record. <laughs> I walked in and saw the bag of cough drops on her desk, and I just the knew. The jumbo bag of yeah. cough drops. <sighs> Yeah. I just, I told you we didn't have to record today, but you insisted. No, it's fine. I just, my career, I'm, I'm happy I took thorough notes yesterday because I'm just going to be reading for my notes, but, yeah. um, but I do want to know about like your favorite weddings you've done or like the weirdest ones or the most stressful ones. Do you have things that come to mind? Um, for most stressful, the, there was one last year where the florist showed up and didn't have like anything that they needed they asked me for like zip ties weights to hold down the arch and i don't think i look like a florist like when i'm walking around here in my in my apron and my papers all sticking out and of your my... name badge that says nazareth hall yeah yeah <laughs> and it was on the lady glen lawn and it was windy that day and this arch was just like leaning forward and i did not know what to do other than just have not so not the maid of honor and best man but the like people in the bridal party next to them they had to stand there and hold up oh the arch gosh. during the ceremony oh my gosh it, that was all i could think of and there was nothing else i could do about yeah, it i mean you know? at that point at that time as well like it's really like i can't think of yeah i remember <laughs> coming in on monday and hearing about that and i was like all right, so is that florist in trouble then? 
extras. That's yeah. not cool. And it's always like so awkward when like I have to go up and like talk to the mom about it and be like, so hey, this yeah. is what's going on. Um, all of this is completely out of my control. Well, yeah, and also like that's a very obvious. You thing. know, all the florists who listen to this are like, oh my god, was that us? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a florist that comes here often. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it wasn't. But. Um, but like, that's not, like, a. It, it's a very obvious thing that people are holding up an arch during the ceremony. Like, if I was a guest, I'd be cringing yeah. Yeah. the entire time. Yeah. I was standing on the other side of the Lady Glen doors cringing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, favorite, like, couple? Like, do you remember their wedding? Um, shout out to Lindsay and Brennan. Mm-hmm. Love Lindsay them. Lindsay and Brennan. That was yeah. a great day. It's just... Everything about their day was just so perfect. The weather worked out, and I'm so glad that they got to have, It was like, a really nice day that day. I remember, it was so nice. I remember specifically the dad coming up to him, coming up to me and being like, who knew it would be 80 degrees in, on October 10th? <laughs> we yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a little weird. And then, like, October 10th of this past year was, like, 35 and raining. Yeah. yeah. And their, their wedding had to be rescheduled. They booked, like, two years in advance for 10, 10, 20, 20. Yeah. And then they had to reschedule because of, like, a no dancing rule. So I'm happy that they were happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, I love all of my couples. Let me just preface that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about you. I feel like I am really bad at, like, introducing myself and making small talk and stuff. And, like, I don't know how you do that every weekend, but also, like pull it off to the point where they're like, you want to go get coffee with me? You, I, yeah. I need to friend you on Facebook. I'm like, I'm not good at that. I don't know what it is either. Sometimes, yeah, I'll like, at the end of the night, they'll be like, what's your Instagram? I'm like, oh, um, it's Sophie underscore Schroeder. They're like, oh, how do I spell that? That was a subtle plug. Everyone go follow Sophie on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, please. If you like Harry Styles and Taylor, Swift. and Taylor Swift, please follow Sophie on that social me. media. I have to unfollow her. But <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that reminds me. So you got tickets? I did. Yay. Oh, my gosh. It was the best day. Because yeah. they finally sent out, like, hey, we noticed that you had the code, but you didn't get tickets. Aww. They did so. that for people? Mm-hmm. That's nice of them. And then I had a family friend who, like, had offered me a ticket. Well, I was like, I'm not going to go if my sisters can't go with right. me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I think they'd kill <laughs> hey me. Hey, guys, I'll FaceTime you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the nosebleeds. Yeah. So are, from the where nosebleeds. are your seats? Up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> great. Great. But I gave my sister, because when they sent um, the tickets to us, like, later, they gave me, like, actually decent seats. Mm. But they only gave us two. So oh, I'm giving yeah. my sisters those tickets because I'm nice. Wow, nice. that is nice. So you're going to go up in the nosebleeds. You should get like a bedazzled binocular set. I yeah. should. Yeah. Make it cute. <laughs> Put it on a stick. Be classy about it. <laughs> like she's at an A opera. classy broad. Oh, she's like sitting in a chair like this with a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, do you guys want to get into the stuff let's we get a lot to cover. let's get it started ha let's get it started in this here. if this goes long enough we might need to split it up between two episodes this might be wonderful. our first two-parter guys it's a lot <laughs> who knew um okay awesome so yeah we we don't know much about um we did religion or anything. I tried yeah. to do as much research as possible. I also did um, some research just because I found it. I found it all very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it was something I genuinely just like wanted to cool. spend time researching. Um, this, yeah, this was really cool. I also had to use um, Wikipedia 
translate. Um, <laughs> like I had to hit the buttons for it to like tell me how it sounds mm-hmm. like 40 times during this. Um, but it was cool. Uh, okay, so Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra uh, got engaged in July of 2018 in Greece. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but when they got engaged, he shut down a Tiffany store. Do you no. remember that? Yes. <laughs> it was all over Twitter. It was all over Twitter. It was like they're getting engaged. Nick Jonas just shut down a Tiffany's store. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then so their wedding weekend took place. It was November 29th through December 3rd of 2018. It actually started on the 28th, like at her family home in Mumbai with like a small little, um, uh, what was it called? I don't remember. I'll get to it. But it started on the 28th, but the entire like guest, like guests were invited from the 29th to the 3rd. Um, so November 29th to December 3rd of 2018. Um, in, and this took place in Jodhpur, that is a city in the desert of the northwest Indian state of Arashashan. So cool. it's like kind of a really cool, it is a really cool area. It almost looks, a, reminds me a little of like a, a village in Greece. It's kind of like up on, up in the mountains, up in the hills. Um, and it is like this very gorgeous town in the middle of the desert, basically. Hmm. Um, so there were multiple events throughout this weekend weekend that took place. So there was the welcome party, the Mahendi the Sangeet, uh, the Hindi wedding ceremony, and then the Western wedding ceremony, which was um, the traditional, what we would see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Badai, which um, is basically like the um, their version of a wedding reception, basically. Just hmm. a big, you know, big party where there's like dances and skits and everything performed in honor of the couple. Um, the venue itself was the... Whew, Taj Umad Bahwan Palace in Jodhpur, Rajasthan. Um, and I did look up this venue. It's, it's a straight-up palace. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. cool. The, it sits on 26 acres of land. Uh, there's 15 acres of private gardens and 347 guest rooms for people to stay in. Um, and also multiple ceremony sites. So everything took place within this palace, basically. Yeah, this is insane. This yeah. is like... You, you would look at this and never assume yeah. anybody could afford anything here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was crazy. This might be the, the best looking venue we've had a topic about. Yeah. Because I feel like all the venues we've looked at are like in like Malibu or like, I don't know, mm-hmm. in, in the backyard of Steve Martin's house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the dresses, there's obviously multiple dresses. So the Western wedding dress, which is like the traditional white gown, it was custom Ralph Lauren. It was hand beaded and hand embroidered. Ooh. It took 1,826 hours oh to create. My gosh. And there are 2,380,000 mother of pearl sequins on this dress. And the veil was mother 70. Of mother of pearl, yeah, is right. Mm-hmm. And the veil was 75 feet long, which there's Holy so much crap. footage of that veil. And it's, it took six people, six handlers to guide it down the aisle and place it like perfectly for mm-hmm. the ceremony. Um, any brides listening, don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> don't you dare. Um, I feel like we've seen lately, I feel like long veils are just back. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're back like and they're a, here to stay. The cathedral veil. Yeah, definitely. Do you know, like, how, what's the longest train you've seen, you think? Ooh. Um, 
It was probably the one I had last year. It was out in the grotto, mm-hmm. and the train itself was long, but the dress itself was huge. It yeah. kind of, like, swallowed her whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, trying to get her in the golf cart was a feat in itself. <laughs> there are sometimes I'm just, like, kicking kicking fabric into yeah. the golf cart. Kicking tool into the golf yeah. cart. <laughs> get Is in it, there. Do you think it, it makes it worse to bustle it if it's longer or just the type of bustle? It's just the type of bustle. Yeah. yeah. What, what bustle do you recommend? Um, my personal favorite is just like the traditional bustle with like the hook and eye. Mm-hmm. I think that looks nice and it stays if it's done right. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like the French bustles if your dress can like take that without right. it messing up like the lace or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those look really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is a ballroom bustle, I believe. I don't know which one that is. That's just the one my, um, she said that the way my, the, the, and the, bottom of my dress lays it'd be easiest for her to do it that way i don't know which one the ballroom bustle is hmm. i don't know um there's i feel like there's so many i did a wedding tip wednesday about wedding dress bustles last year and there was like multiple names for each bustle and yeah. i was like this is this is hopeless right um yeah so there were on the dress itself there were eight different words or phrases with importance to Priyanka hand stitched onto the dress. Um, they included her husband's full name, which this is the funniest name I've ever heard. Uh, Nicholas Jerry Jonas. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. I love him <laughs> for being one of the most sought after men in the world. The fact that his middle name is Jerry, and I know it's probably a family name because I my grandfather was named Jerry, but like it's funny. I had a dog named Jerry, <laughs> Ben and Jerry. Oh gosh um and then um so yeah his full name their wedding day um their her parents names madhu and ashok uh and then her dad actually passed away of cancer um when she was younger so her mother walked her down the aisle um and then there was a piece of her mother-in-law denise denise jonas's wedding dress also sewn into the dress as well Mm. um and nick had a piece of lace material that um, Priyanka's dress was made out of sewn into his jacket, too. Oh, that's cool. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I've, I wish I would see that more. I don't know how you would do that. Like I would assume, like, what an easy thing could be would be, like, to do a trim on, like, the pocket square yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, wild when you think about it because, like, they got engaged in the summer and then they their had wedding very was fast. a few months later. They had a very fast... Oh, my. Yeah. They and got engaged in July and this is... 18 was, hours of sewing... In between, I know. yeah. And um, to date, this is the only custom-made wedding dress Ralph Lauren has ever made for any woman aside from someone in his family. So, wow, yeah. Wow. Um, and then, so the other dresses throughout the weekend were designed by um, Abu Jani Sandeep Kosia. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, who also worked with the couple to plan and design their entire wedding weekend. Uh, she designed multicolored and ivory and gold looks. The bride wore it with, to her mahendi and her sangeet. Um, and then a designer by the name of Sabiyashi worked with Priyanka on her all red wedding ceremony look. Um, and then uh, there was also a stunning embroidered lahenga. I'm butchering these names. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> um, but this kind of ties back into what we talked about briefly on the new girl episode where we talked about cc's dresses and like the reds yeah. and the ivories mm-hmm. and things like that there was a lot of that tied yeah. in with her um like more traditional like hindu ceremony dresses 
Um, and then the guest list, um, all the brothers and their partners were in the bridal party. So Sophie Turner was a bridesmaid. Didn't, uh, what's Kevin's wife's name? Danielle. 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 I almost said Denise, but that's the mom's name. <laughs> Danielle Jonas was a bridesmaid. Um, she was probably very anxious through all of this. Yes. The girls were flower. The little, his daughter was a flower girl. I don't know if the other one was born yet. I think mm-hmm. she was. Um, and then Frankie Jonas, my favorite member of the Brothers Jonas. The bonus Jonas. The bonus Jonas was a groomsman as well. <coughs> Harry and so um, fun fact: uh, Priyanka and Meghan Markle are very good friends, and Meghan Markle was uh, Harry and Meghan were invited to this wedding but couldn't attend because Meghan was um, too pregnant to travel. I was going to say under investigation. Yeah, under investigation. <laughs> um, Harry was too busy spilling the beans. Yeah. Those memes right now are so funny. I don't know if you guys have seen them. It'll be like, I'm going to be dark and mysterious tonight. And then it's like me after three glasses of wine. And it's like that, the photo of his like autobiography book. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then so in total, there was about 225 guests in attendance for the entire weekend. That's not bad considering no. how big that venue yeah. is. Yeah, so. yeah. They could have had 200,000. They could have had 347 because that's how many rooms there are. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yes, yeah, so the wedding weekend was planned by Sandeep Kosia. Kosla? That's an L, not an I. I was wondering. Kosla and Aditya Motani, founder and owners of um their wedding planning company that i will not be pronouncing yeah Yeah. (laughs) um they also had a photographer by the name of jose villa and a videographer named caleb jordan lee and um they had a photographer also named joseph rod rodnick uh, that captured all of the ceremonies that day they had 12 bridesmaids and 12 12 bridesmaids and 12 groomsmen Four flower girls and one ring bearer. That's a big wow. bridal party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the attendees received information packets that said, like, Indian weddings for dummies and Western weddings for dummies. That's amazing, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, but a lot of, I feel like <clears throat> <clears throat> um, <laughs> most of the Indian weddings that we have that, like, yeah. he, Hindu or not, like, they give out translations for the english guests i think that's so smart it's i never so even smart. thought of that i yeah. would love to I, I it might be a goal of mine to be able to get go to a indian wedding because it's like it's just so different yeah but it's like so sacred and in, in their traditions as, right like with western weddings it's like what's the it's like yeah we shut the chapel doors once the ceremony starts but there's still people that walk in 20 minutes late like yeah, and, and to and them it's like no like no one enters this sacred space yeah, once the yeah. ceremony begins well and then it's like oh where did the bouquet toss start oh when the bride is trying to run away from her guest she tossed the bouquet behind her it's like mm-hmm. with this stuff we're so white trash <laughs> yeah <laughs> With this stuff, it dates back so far where right. you don't even know the origins exactly. of, most of these things. Exactly, so it's like, that it's makes it so, so like mysterious. cool and yeah, it makes it very sexy and beautiful. Yeah, I'm it's sure like special, they want you, know? you to say yeah. their weddings are sexy. I mean, <laughs> no, but like uh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so pre-wedding and ceremony stuff. So the traditional Hindu weddings included multiple pre-wedding ceremonies and events. 
So the pre-wedding celebrations began on, like I said, November 28th, which uh, with a puja, which is my new favorite word. Um, it's a Hindu prayer ceremony at the bride's family home in Mumbai. Uh, the couple was photographed by paparazzi wearing pastel colored traditional Indian clothing for the gathering. Which I will say is interesting that they wore pastels because usually yeah. it's like rich jewel tone colors. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I do kind of remember, kind of remember seeing photos of this, and I think Nick is in some sort of like baby blue uh-huh. garb. Mm-hmm. Um, guests then traveled to Jodhpur, where they attended a bold and vibrant Mahendi ceremony. Um, usually, these are held separately, so there's a separate Mahendi for the guys. And one for the girls, but they opted to do a co-ed one instead, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. And then this was followed by a sangeet, which is a musical evening of dancing and performances, which were over the top choreographed and written specifically for the evening. So it's kind of fun. Like they like dance to songs and like Mm -hmm. they'll create dance routines and skits and things like for the couple, basically. Uh I think that's kind of cute. Which I think that was. It's like a roast, but nicer. Yeah, <laughs> that was in a movie or a show. They had like yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, didn't you say that this they had a dance off? Yeah, there was like some article that mentioned that like both families had like yes, a dance, like competition. I did almost. see that. That's so funny. That's cool. <laughs> Sean's family would win hands. One hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> my family would win. I don't oh. know if Gordon's family would win, um, but they definitely take it the most seriously because oh yeah, you've seen Scott oh. dance, yeah. I've never seen a grown man's leg go higher than his head. <laughs> I'm telling Until you guys, night. the hot yoga is really paying off for him. Yeah. That man does hot yoga like three times a week and like bikes like That's six your miles. Future. I know. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> put me on the family plan for the hot yoga, Scott. Um, okay. And then lastly, following the Hindu ceremony, the couple wed in a Christian ceremony, which was their traditional Western ceremony. It was officiated by Nick's father, who is a pastor. So I thought that was nice that his dad officiated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all the research I did. I also linked like a wedding video of theirs. Um, a couple articles. I got most of my articles from, um, Harper's Bazaar and People Magazine because what, when, when do you not research get research from people magazine mm-hmm. i only get my research from people magazine i know right <laughs> um so yeah that was where basically everything i got so abby you're up all right <clears throat> i have a lot of notes i know so i'm very I, I looked up absolutely nothing about nick jonas and priyanka besides to see like what her faith was yeah. because then mm-hmm. i can kind of base it off of because there's so many different ty- types of indian weddings so Glad we both agreed it was Hindu because that would have been awkward. Yeah, <laughs> um, that we did. That we did agree on. <laughs> yeah. So I think why you don't see things matching up is because you did a lot of like the pre stuff and like the post ceremony mm-hmm. stuff, and like I looked into none of that because just the Hindu ceremony in and of itself was so much information. Yeah. I was like typing stuff for an like hour. Like within, and a half. like what goes on within yes. the ceremony. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about just their You were ceremony. typing? Girl, copy and paste. I didn't want to perjure myself. That's why you say Wait, who what your sources are. Perjure. Plagiarize. Plagiarize. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. My brain is pudding right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I swear I'm not an idiot. Um, 
Okay, so first off, Hinduism is one of the oldest religions, and most of its wedding traditions uh, and their origins have been lost throughout time. So people don't even know like where most of these things started or anything like that. That's so wild. Yeah. Um, and so, really, the the basis of Hindu ceremonies and you know um, the reasoning behind them is kind of like Western ceremonies. You're uniting yeah. two people together, but for them, it's more of their souls are uniting spiritually, mentally, and physically. Um, and so, in the ancient Hindu language of Sanskrit, yes. so that's like the ancient language mm-hmm. of it. Um, that's how the ceremony is usually conducted. So like a priest comes in and speaks in that language. Um, so it's then translated by, uh, you know, in English usually by a priest. Um, or unless you have like an English for dummies and a Hindi (laughs) for dummies. (laughs) Um, and then I also want to apologize. I don't mean to say anything derogatory or like, I don't mean to say something that's like, this is a learning episode for us all. Like Hindu instead of Hindi. Like I might mix up those things. Yeah. This topic to cover, not necessarily Nick and Priyanka or anything like that, but like this topic, like Hindu weddings was definitely on our list. I think it might've been on our list last season, yeah. but we never got around to it because there's so much re- to yeah. research. Yeah. So we thought like, definitely let's do it this season. So this is the learning episode for all of us yeah. and I'm excited to learn. Yeah. So <laughs> like Katie said, like there's so many ceremonies, um, before this day so yeah hindu weddings can be up to like one week long technically oh my god because there's so much in that one week yeah so usually the hindi ceremony itself is held on the third day um so and i know that we talked about you know mm-hmm. like based on um astrology and all of that they yeah can like base the date oh, we did talk that about that you're right and everything but um okay so on the actual Hindu ceremony day. We're just going to call that the wedding day for, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to make it easier. But so it starts, and again, I'm going to butcher a lot of these names too, but it starts with the Bharat. So this is um, where the groom and his family have like an all singing and all dancing processional. Mm -hmm. um, And they're like on their way to the wedding venue. So it's like either with a horse or a luxury car Mm -hmm. or something like that, but it's always with music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> even before the venue, they're already starting to celebrate. Um, and then he leaves his house with his barat, so his, like, mm-hmm. you know, people. Mm-hmm. And then he heads to the venue. Um, it continues at the venue, and um, they add in more family and friends. And then there's usually, like, a dole player. And so he, like, is an expert in yeah. playing, like, the traditional Indian uh, percussion instrument of some sort. Cool. So, yeah, so then they usually do their little thing around the venue, which I've seen this firsthand. And Nazareth Hall? It takes a long time. Yes. So there was, um, it was 2017, I want to say. And, um, yeah, there's an Indian ceremony here. Um, They were, like, combining two ethnicities. So Mm. the groom was Caucasian and the bride, her family was all Indian. So, um it, it made it especially entertaining seeing him on the horse. Just oh, loving yeah. it. Oh, he yeah. He loved it. There's something about, like, a Caucasian male marrying this beautiful Indian woman that I'm Yeah, like, <laughs> he's just like, point me in the direction I should be walking right now. Like, he's so lost. Um, That's so Hopefully he cute. was able to attend an Indian oh. wedding before this. But, but a lot of those things I was like, oh, my gosh, I saw that. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I saw that. Like, yeah. it was so cool. Because, so it took on... And it was a white horse. It was giant. Wow. I have videos on my phone of it because everyone's just like going all out. I've never seen a more hype 
like family like for this man on this horse and he's just like <laughs> loving it so they go all the way around the building we literally had to keep telling them like come on <laughs> because they just kept standing in one spot and dancing and then it so it took almost an hour to go around the building oh my god it we have a timeline yeah we're like okay the ceremony is supposed to start like now oh my god <laughs> so anyways so something that wasn't in this um website that i saw was like before the groom enters the venue um the bride's family barters with him for the ride and so he like he's like shouting numbers at them and Mm -hmm. they're shouting numbers back at him and then Mm -hmm. they finally agree but then after that which is like a very odd like thing it's it's like really took me off guard that day i yeah i'm pretty sure i almost went up and been like no no he can come in <laughs> but i stopped myself because i was like oh this is a thing okay but um, oh, okay we're gonna this is yeah, a bit yeah <laughs> oh it's a bit okay i got it <laughs> but um but after that it was very sentimental so you go yeah. from yelling at each other to then he goes up to the and this is where um it's the pokwano so mm-hmm. Uh, it's the welcoming of the groom by the bride's family. And it was actually really cute because the mother of the bride, like, applies, it's called the tilak, um, on the forehead to mark, yeah, um, you I know, the that. rite of passage mm-hmm. for him. And Aww. then um, and then it didn't say in this thing, but it was, like, at Nazareth Hall, the groom also, like, was given a blessing by the father of the bride, mm. which made me tear up. It was very That's cute. That's so cute. Um, and then it says... Uh, he's led into the ceremony space with the, where the priest will perform a short ceremony, which none of this, by the way, is with the bride. The bride yeah. is getting ready still, or she's, you know, letting her henna dry or something, you know, like she's yeah. like just kind of in the bridal suite at this point waiting. So There's so much more bad. pressure on the groom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the I, bride's like, <laughs> well, and I feel bad like that. She can't be a part of all that, but I, I know. Just, um, so then, so they go into for a short ceremony after the ceremony, Mother of the Bride grabs the groom's nose to remind him he has chosen to come into their home to request their daughter's hand in marriage, and he should make every effort to keep their daughter in good humor and um, comforted. So that's funny. Um, and then the groom smashes a clay pot with his foot. The broken pieces of the pot signify that he has the power to overcome all of the obstacles that they'll face. Uh, and then he's escorted to the mandap, which is the ceremony altar. Mm-hmm. Um so that's usually like a big stage with the big, you know, altar pagoda yeah. pretty much. Like yeah. It's giant. Um, was all this pre-stuff because he wasn't of their religion? Or no, was, this did this is, go on? I'm kind of mixing this with a tradition. So they did all the traditional stuff. I don't oh, think. Oh, okay. They must have done something else before even the wedding day to kind of like, because I don't think you can just do all of this. Yeah, I wonder if that's what the the prayer or whatever ceremony that they but did. But that the short ceremonies in the traditional The puja too. or whatever that was done like the night before cuz um Nick and Priyanka had like um it was called a puja and it was yeah. the night before and it was like a prayer ceremony. I don't know if that um so yeah, this the Ganesh puja um may be performed, you know, at at their wedding. Uh, the day before, mm-hmm. for what I read, yeah. it's prior to the ceremony. Yeah. Um, so Ganesh is the Hindu elephant god that removes all obstacles from what's about to take place. Um, Ganesh Puja is performed by parents of the bride, and they request peace and harmony during the ceremony. 
Uh, and yeah, traditional Indian weddings are actually considered incomplete without the puja. So mm. it is a very important piece of everything. Um, okay, and then the var puja. Uh, brides, parents wash the groom's feet and offer flowers and maduparka, which is curd, honey, water, and sometimes ghee. So this really took me back when I heard, <laughs> when I heard about the um, maduparka because I, it was, you know, the, when we had the Hindu wedding and I go into Cadet West and I see the priest, he's mm-hmm. setting his little stuff up mm-hmm. and everything. He was the most adorable man I've ever seen. And I said, hey, like, can I help you with anything? Do you need anything? And he said, mm, yes. Do you have any yogurt? And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, yogurt. Like, yogurt. And I was like, oh. Uh, and I'm thinking, I am an idiot, because he's not saying yogurt. Like, And I was like, like, yo play yogurt? Like, thinking he's going to be like, no, you idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, I needed the... I don't know. <laughs> so, I, but no, he needed. I, luckily, we had Taylor had brought a little yogurt for lunch, and I stole that out of our. It was strawberry flavored. I was like, I hope this is okay. Oh. And I stole it out of the fridge, and I gave it to him, and he was so pleased. Oh my god! So that must have been what it was for, because it's curd. You know, yogurt is curd. So, right? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And strawberry was okay. Apparently. And strawberry was okay. <laughs> Weird. But I so just the groom was like, got I his, feel like I'm having a fever dream right now. Like, the would, groom got his feet washed. <laughs> strawberry yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, hey. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. And then during the ceremony, the groom um, is then a representation of Lord Vishnu, uh, who is the god of preservation. Um, a cloth is then placed in front of his head or face <laughs> so that he does not see the bride as she enters the ceremony. Mm, okay. Um, and then, yeah, the Kanya Agman is the arrival of the bride. This is so cute, but she's escorted by her uncles. Aww. Her, her maternal uncles, actually. That's cute. Yeah. Um, so then they take her to the mandap. Uh, once she arrives, verses of Manglish tack are chanted as her veil is lowered and the couple exchange flower garlands. So pretty much also, oh, like, with nice. Hindu ceremonies, like, they're not talking much. Like, the no. bride and groom do not yeah. exchange vows or anything like that. So, yeah. like, yeah, it is it is rather interesting. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay. And then the bride offers the first garland, declaring that she has chosen the groom on her own free will. So she's not really declaring it. She's just doing it yeah, and not she's saying just, she's declaring yeah. it. The groom returns the favor and gives the garland to her, welcoming their new wife and promising to look after her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then starts the grand, mm, grand, grand and <laughs> varmala. That was a hard word to type too. Yeah. My autocorrect hated these. Words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, no, no. Um, yeah. absolutely. Not. Uh, the groom's scarf is attached to the bride's shawl, and uh, they chant prayers to Lord Shiva, goddess of Parvati. Lord Narayan and Goddess Lakshmi Divai. Sorry. They pray for a strong marriage like theirs. The knot of the scarf symbolizes the union of marriage and holy matrimony. Love that. Tying the knot. Yeah. Kenyadan. So then this is performed by the parents, the bride's parents, as they give away their daughter by placing her hand on the groom's right hand. They pray he will look after her. Um, so then starts the smaller ceremonies within the Kanyadan. So 
uh, first is Haven. So a little fire is lit under the altar, inviting Agni, the fire god. They add flowers, ghee, and rice into the fire to symbolize power and purity. Agni dispels darkness and ignorance in life, so this is of special importance. Um, it'll lead them into a life of eternal light and knowledge. I love wow. That. I love the fire part. Wow. Mengel cool. um, Farah, the couple circles the holy fire four times. Um, this is also, I think the fire part in this part would be like my absolute favorite watching a ceremony. Yeah. Because just picture it. You light a fire, it's like, ooh, you know. And they're praying to the fire gods, like, ah, he, ah, you know, like it's just like yeah, that's building what all the suspense. Did you just quote Finding Nemo? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then they're circling the fire four times and the priest is chanting mantras like, how spiritual. And then the groom leads the bride on the first three circles and the bride leads on the fourth. And this is why I'm saying that it's building suspense because on the fourth time around the fire, they race back to their seats. And the first person to get to their seat is considered like the person that will be the head of the household. <laughs> oh, best believe I'm getting to that seat. <laughs> I'm going to be getting to that seat no matter what. <laughs> Oh um, the reason that they go around the fire four times um, is to signify four basic goals. So Love first that. is Dharma, moral sense to lead a good life. Artha, prosperity. Uh, Kama is energy and passion. Moksha is liberation through self-realization. Mm. So, yes, and then they race. <laughs> then they play musical chairs. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, the music changes. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then begins the septad, septapati, septapati. Uh, so <laughs> this is the seven steps. So this is pretty popular, um, pretty well known mm -hmm. for a Hindu ceremony. Uh, it's the most important part of the ceremony. The couple take seven steps to symbolize the beginning of their life together. So it seems as a vow is taken at each step with ever actually saying the vows. Mm -hmm. um, and the couple receives blessings from the guests and the priest. Um, within the seven steps, we have the Sindor and Mongol Sutra. So after they take their steps, the marriage is now legal and recognized in their faith. They exchange rings. The groom places Sindor at the parting of the bride's hair to symbolize she is now a married woman. So Sindor mm -hmm. is the bright orange-red powder yeah. that goes at her parting. Um, and then with the Mangal Sutra, the groom also places a gold necklace with black beads around the neck to symbolize his love and respect and re integrity for her. She's getting all sorts of gifts that I day. know. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then for celebrating their marriage, they have an Akand. I am not going to try to say that word. It starts with an S. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the married women are invited to greet the couple and whisper blessings into the bride's ear. Aww. So this, when it was at Nazareth Hall, was actually done completely separately. The bride mm -hmm. and groom were like almost immediately split apart. Mm -hmm. And the women went to a different area and the guys went to like Lady Glen and they all like had a separate prayer and like you could yeah. not, like if you were a female, you could not go in with the male and vice versa. So yeah. it was very serious. Um, but this says that sometimes they greet the couple together. Uh, and then, yeah, they have an Ashward where the couple then seeks blessings from the priest, family and friends for a happy marriage. After the photos, the couple leaves the altar and the bride throws rice over her shoulder to signify a repayment to her parents for all they've done throughout the years. The bride and groom leave and then head to the reception. So I wish it was that easy to pay my parents back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 
I got the most expensive rice they have. Yeah. yeah. Basmati. It's, it's not Meyer brand. It is nice. It's not rice around. It's it the is, minute rice. It is indeed minute rice. That right there is Adirondack rice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. I'm going to just say, I don't know if I could hang with these people, though. Because you're going to have a week-long that's a long, that's a long day, let alone a long week. Like, um, yeah. So just like a couple side notes that I have together. So like, like I said, I mean, a Indian ceremony can, or I would say a celebration can last anywhere between mm-hmm. three days to a week long. And I, I want to point out that I also kind of feel guilty for having a Friday wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'm not having a week long celebration. So. <laughs> um, I do think it's really nice that the groom has so much, like, responsibility and a yeah. role in all of this. Yeah. I feel like we don't trust the groom that much in Western American weddings. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Were you the hostess when that guy cut his hair? In yes. The, in the groom suite? And then the bride showed up, like, maybe 15, 30 minutes before the ceremony started, and she wasn't ready. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, like, there, there's a lot more planning and uh, seriousness going on with, with these ones. But, um, okay, and then the ceremony itself, the Hindi ceremony, lasts an average of two to three hours. So, from what I remember, like, it actually, yes, you should be there on time and everything, but after it starts, I think there's certain points that you're not really supposed to leave, mm-hmm. but for the most part, people are going in and out, like, mm-hmm. the entire time for the all three hours. Like, they're just, like making phone calls and <laughs> like, like eating yeah, and yeah. you know, like they usually have some sort of refreshments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So people, you know, but I can't imagine like going to like, like let's say that they don't have chairs for you. You're on the ground too. Yeah. Like if you're in India and you know, like that would just for three hours. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Um, and then I also looked up in case people are interested or if they're invited in going Oh my word. If people are going to mm-hmm. a, a um, Hindu ceremony, mm-hmm. like what tips we might have for them. Um, my tips are wear comfortable shoes and a comfortable outfit that, and maybe a couple changes of an outfit because mm-hmm. it sounds like this Hindu ceremony is, you know, like it could be early in the day and then like there's something else, like a yeah. lunch or something, and then you're going to have the reception. So you yeah. might want to plan a couple different outfits. Um, but you want to make sure you know which events you're actually invited to because not everybody's going to be invited yeah. to every single yeah. celebration that whole week. Um, some things might just be for immediate family. Uh, and then bring your toiletry bag. Bring a toiletry bag. Yeah. Bring deodorant. Bring your blotting <laughs> papers for your face. Um, and then more importantly, with your outfit changes and everything, make sure you're dressing conservatively and appropriately. When in doubt, ask the bride and groom what they want you to wear. Um, so, like, with Western attire, we definitely go more blacks, grays, browns, whites. That's actually not good for Indian weddings. Yeah. They want a lot more color. And white actually is for mourning in there. Um, yes, I did yes. read that. White res- white symbolizes funeral. Yeah, and black mm. is bad luck. Yeah. So, um, and then you want to stay hydrated. <laughs> because that day is going to last up to Maybe 16 bring hours. some liquid IV. <laughs> 16 hours. Whew. Can't hang. Um, and then I wrote, don't be a wet towel. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. This okay. is more a note for me. Because, no, but I, I mean, the celebrating that they have is huge. Like, 
you are expected to laugh, dance, sing, be merry. Like everything mm-hmm. is just like one big, huge celebration. So if you're just standing around a horse looking like, you don't know, be lame. Grandma Randolph over mm-hmm. Rudolph, you know, you're not going to be invited to the next one. So <laughs> um, if your social battery runs out, don't show it. Yeah. 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 Maybe, Bring a charger. <laughs> yeah. And then other ways to prepare, um, maybe uh, fast for a month before because you are going to eat lots of food. Um, oh, there might, I bet there's, the food is so good. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, there might not be alcohol, though. So um, especially if the ceremony is held at a temple. So you might want to double check with that. Pre-game. No, just kidding. Don't no, do that. No, don't no, do, no, that. Don't do <laughs> that. That was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, and then give money as a gift. So yes, I, I would say when in doubt, but I would, it seems like money as a gift is expected. And then you can like write a little note with your money mm-hmm. in their envelope. Um, and then if you're a man, do not dance with the bride. It will be frowned upon. <laughs> nobody, God. nobody who is a male, even if it's a relative should be dancing with the bride, except for her, her groom. <laughs> and I agree because they have not spent near enough time together that day. Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, the things that we have not discussed yet with Hindu weddings, groom's attire and why he wears, you know, a large yeah. hat and, you know, other ceremony days and everything of like yeah. getting in the details of that. And then the reception details too. Yeah. But there's just so much and I love it, but it's overwhelming. Yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine, you know, planning this and how long did you say that they were engaged for? Like they got engaged in July of 2018 and got married <sighs> like end of November, beginning of December. That wedding planner better gotten paid a lot. Yeah. I'm sure she given did. the magnitude of the event. I'm sure she was. Yeah. Well, and I was looking at like a timeline of events and they had another reception like two weeks later. Yeah. Oh my in gosh. the States. It was in California. It was in Los Angeles, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Just yeah. as extravagant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we got through this in one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do, like, a part two with, um, like, the attire and, like, the other nitty-gritty details. But I think we covered a lot for now. <laughs> yeah. We really, really, I think, covered what we needed He's to. He's still got two other siblings, kind of. Three, maybe. Yeah, yeah. but they didn't have Hindu ceremonies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas did have two weddings. They got married in Vegas, and then... Oh, yeah, they did. They had, like, another bigger wedding, so... Mm. And didn't, that. like, Diplo officiate their wedding in yes. Vegas or something? Yes! <laughs> so we'll have to do... I would like to do that wedding for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Abby's headphones are already off. Like, she's ready to go. Done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this has been We Talk Weddings. Bye-bye. Bye.